and it's quite hot in my study this morning up at the top of the house um, and the temperature was even hotter yesterday it's not got to the afternoon yet we'll have to see what happens but yesterday it peaked at 34 and a half celsius at the weather station at Hershmansu and that is 0.1 degree cooler than the annual average daily temperature in Dalol, Ethiopia, which is noted as being the place with the hottest uh, inhabited place on the earth. Yeah, that's temperature averaged across day and night from summer to winter. And I guess that kind of steers somewhat what our vision of a country like Ethiopia uh, is like. Um, we think of high temperatures. We might remember their civil war leading to the separation of Eritrea. Uh, we, we might, if we're old enough, remember the 83-85 the famine, uh, the reports of which inspired Band-Aid. But actually it is a country where much of it is a high altitude and that makes it a bit cooler. Uh, it's a place where uh, the Nile flows, where there are trees, there are great resources. And the capital city's weather forecast for today, Addis Ababa, 18 Celsius is the high accompanied by rain. Maybe some of us would quite appreciate that. The place called Ethiopia in the Bible actually encompasses uh, an even larger area. It includes sort of southern Egypt. And during the time of the Candakes, the, the queen mothers, the, the, there's a series of queen mothers who are actually quite powerful. Uh, in the in the way the, the country ran at that time around the first century, um, the Candakes understood to have moved north uh, out of Egypt into what we know as the Holy Land uh, to take the, the Eastern Mediterranean and maybe even the lands up to Syria at some stage. This makes the presence of the man Philip encounters very interesting. You know, an Ethiopian eunuch, uh, yet one not only of power, uh, but as a reader of Isaiah, clearly an educated person, uh, and also one of the Jewish faith. It suggests that although the Kandik, uh had lost their hold on the Holy Land, there's still some sort of Jewish remnant, some some community uh, of Israel living in North Africa. And as the Romans took Jerusalem about 90 to 100 years before the Book of Acts, that means that community of faith has been separate from Israel um, and separate from the temple for a number of generations. But yet they are faithful. They are a community that continues to teach their children about God. Faith in God is rightly a, a matter of homeschooling. 
Yes, junior church and youth groups, when they can run, have a, a part to play, particularly in peer groups learning together. But the home and family habits of prayer and reading and exploring the Word of God during the week, Monday to Saturday, is as important as Sunday. In fact, it's essential. And it's up to those of us who are parents or maybe grandparents, those who are maybe godparents, um, if you have them, um, to exercise that responsibility. In Psalm 78, it says, He decreed statutes for Jacob and established the law in Israel, which he commanded our ancestors to teach their children, so that the next generation would know them, even the children yet to be born, and they in turn would tell their children. So it's a thing about passing it on within the family. It's not simply the responsibility of those with a title to rule. But it's also not simply about young people. It's about adults too. The eunuch is an educated adult. He reads the scriptures. He desires a deeper meaning too, though it doesn't end. We need to likewise be reading and trying to discern what we need to understand, what we need to discover in a new way. However long we've known about God, about Jesus, about the Holy Spirit, what action the Father does, how great his love for us. However we know God, we can learn more and discover more. And so we need ways to help us. Perhaps study notes like Daily Bread or Word for the Day, maybe a study Bible, notes alongside the text, maybe a, a Bible commentary that goes deeper in depth. But what helps the official in the passage is Philip coming alongside. Philip led by the Holy Spirit to come and explain to the official in a personal way. As Christians, we need to discern the leading of the Holy Spirit and come alongside people. But note that Philip doesn't just tell the traveller about Jesus straight off, does he? No. He listens to the reading. He's led there by the Spirit, but he listens to what's happening. He has his eyes and his ears open to what is going on. He listens. All the people that read at that time would have read aloud. Uh, it's about 400 years um, after this, before uh, reading quiet um, gets a mention. Uh, anywhere uh, when it's Augustine saying oh he went to see the bishop and the, the, the man was reading but he wasn't saying it aloud 
it's another 500 years after that before it becomes more common. It's only about the past thousand years that maybe people have sometimes read silently. So Philip listens to the reading and he has listened to the Holy Spirit who's brought him to the roadside. But he doesn't simply jump in, he doesn't start mansplaining, he doesn't simply put it out there. What you need to know is, no, he approaches it in a very gentle manner, doesn't he? Yes, do you understand? He awaits the invitation to share the gospel. He offers something. He makes his presence known, but in a very gentle way. He says, do you understand? Would you like some help? We can come alongside friends or maybe even strangers, but the moment must be right for them as well as us. We have the message of God's love to share, but it is only is truthfully communicated when we share it in a loving way. If we are grumpy grots, if we are rude, if we are abrasive in our manner, then the message simply won't be heard because people will ask themselves, how can the seemingly unloving, how, how can the person that, that looks that way, how can the person that has a frown on their face claim they know love and life? Philip, having approached, having inquired, having shared the word, allows the new disciple to choose the next step. Without any pressure, the man wants to be baptised and he chooses what is right. May we each come alongside others and where appropriate offer something new of the way of God. Amen.